welcome to Life Bearings, where three Canadian alcohol connoisseurs mix life events and libations. Hello, I'm Carla Richards. And I'm Brittany Lysing. And I'm Lena Newman. And And this is is Life Bearings. Oh, man. (laughs) Because life is hard. Prepare with alcohol. Or music. Or books. Or TV. Or whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Your home is your sanctuary. Your safe space. But then you hear little footsteps in your kitchen, and now there's holes in things, little droppings everywhere. Oh my god, there's an invader in your house. As today's life pairing is pest infestation with grasshopper. We're discussing little turds, tiny footsteps, and unwanted guests. (laughs) (laughs) What do you think of that? I hate, hate hate this stuff it Ugh. gags me yeah yeah it's it's just like here's it's the thing gross. about um okay so for it's it's different in every climate and every region for yeah. us uh up here in old canada and specifically up here uh where it gets cold the mice love to yes. come in because it's very yeah. cold outside yeah and mice can get in through a dime-sized hole yeah it's fucking weird which they often create because they just chew through through things so keeping them (laughs) out keeping them at bay is like for me i it's a hard we i go around and i talk the outside of the house i check all the spaces like when it starts getting really cold out we empty and clean our cupboards, like totally, like all the spaces that yeah. there could potentially. We have to go through steel it. Steel wool, steel wool. You put that in holes, just oh, trying right, to keep yeah. them out. <laughs> but it's like uh, we can't. Sometimes it's like, and you, the only way you know you have mice is if you hear them at night or you find their shit. Yeah, yeah. and they're and probably in everybody's house. Scaring away, and that's. Fuck that. Yeah, seeing one is like, oh, like god yeah. damn they're you. They're so yeah. little and they wouldn't do anything to you, but they're so fucking disgusting. Yeah. Ugh. And then you can feel it crawling up your legs. <laughs> For the rest of your life. Ugh. Yes, yes. And like that doesn't even count. Like we're lucky that's kind of our one here. Uh, you can have infestations of obviously, what well, do you call them? Like cockroach- cockroaches. Yeah. You, uh, big in the southern states. Uh, you can get infestations of termites that'll like take down your entire uh, house, ruin the structure of your oh, house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, some of the bigger ones I know, like snakes and you know, like just basically Ugh. we've we're yeah, so naive. That's way more horrifying than a couple mice. Yeah. <laughs> but mice yeah. is not good either. Would um like wasps and stuff, like if you have a wasp. Yeah. Snake, yeah oh i had a friend that she was in a rental and she went into the uh, uh like a closet and she was like the wall is moving oh god Gross. it was a fucking like uh beehive that had like basically clung onto the inside of the drywall and was like eating the drywall away oh god oh, when things so... move we're also That's so naive cool. as human beings to think that we could like keep outside outside yeah ex- exactly like a couple of walls are gonna stop things that apparently can get in through a space of like like if if you think about 
spiders and like really small things. Soup. They're, they're, the fact that we don't see them all the time is crazy. I was changing a light fixture the other day and a spider crawled out of it. And I'm not scared of spiders, but I was standing on a desk. Like, I didn't have a proper ladder. <laughs> I'm like, safety Sally. And I'm, like, tiptoeing on a desk with a, a live wires in my hands because I didn't turn <laughs> off the electricity. And just a spider crawled out. So I just had to be a real big girl about it. Like, I had to be oh, like, yeah. I can't let go of anything I have right now. So if the spider crawls on me, he just has to crawl on me. Like, and I just had to right. make that mental oh. choice. Oh, that's... That's good for you, Brittany. And uh, he didn't though, and then I killed him. And then I felt bad because I was like, I was Aww. like, what did he do, man? You you unscrewed his home, and then he just yep. crawled out of his home to be like, hey, what are you doing on my property? And then I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm here to kill you, dude. Yeah. And he was like, he's like, okay. I know spiders, but like the non-poisonous, like the house spiders we get, they're really not out to do anything. They just want to make a web, but they're yeah. so disgusting. I feel bad I when know. I have to kill them too. Yeah. One time I was in the shower and a spider, I hadn't used this like loofah in a while. Oh God. Oh, no. no, seriously, I was in the shower naked, like covered <laughs> in soap. So I freaked the fuck out, <laughs> slipped in the shower. Oh. The spider almost killed me because I almost broke my fucking neck. <laughs> <laughs> when I landed like in the bathtub, oh. just like a big old naked baby. It was just <laughs> It was <laughs> so traumatizing. I killed that motherfucker for sure. <laughs> I tried to scoop them up, you know, the paper and the cup. Oh, yeah. yeah. Throw them outside, but oh, this guy literally I almost died from this. So Oh my god. <laughs> Can you, there's, that's, that's so many things. There's so many things in that sentence that just made me, because (laughs) you're so vulnerable when you're naked. (laughs) There's just not a lot you could do. And then you're, you have to, and then you pick up something to wash yourself with and it's there. Yeah. I don't love it. Okay. And I have to say like this, this sounds gross. The loofah was not that old. I think the spider had crawled in within the last oh, yeah. day. Or I'm two. sure it'd be like a very nice, warm house for it. Yeah, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this is disgusting!" But um, yeah, almost killed me. Almost killed it. Almost well, there's bees. There's bees. They have a nest under my deck, and you're not oh. supposed to kill bees. So I just right. let them be because they're not. It <laughs> <I did> not... <laughs> was not intentional, but I'll take it. Uh, <laughs> I just let them uh, be because I don't like. I don't care. They're not bothering me. They don't sting very often. Bees. No, and we need the bees. And we need the bees. Yeah. They're not like wasps. Wasps can fuck off. Hornets fuck off. Bees. Yeah. Okay. We need you. We need you. So they yeah. they fly sometimes. They get in because often we have a pool in the backyard, just like a little blow up one in the summer. And I, I'm bad for leaving the door open. So the, the wasps, or sorry, the bees fly in and out of the house sometimes. And then they get stuck trying to go out. And the lengths I will go to not kill oh. the bee, but trap the bee and release the bee. And then hit, I'm like, I swear it's the same dumb one that keeps flying in. And just- They and seem then, to like all flies, all things like that, that you try to get out the window seems yeah. to be, I don't know if there's like, if the pressure of the window opening is like a guy, like a, a uh, some kind of hurricane level <laughs> wind to them or something. Yeah. But I have literally stood with like for 10 minutes and being like, look, it's open. Go. Freedom. <laughs> I don't and it's just like, <laughs> running also, into the window drunkenly. And you're like, stop it. Well, so as you can tell, 
Um, <laughs> this is a very emotional psychological experience for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I think the major thing, so I look, Carla, you'll be shocked, but I looked into the psychology mm-hmm. of this. Um, oh my God. <laughs> uh, so the thing is, is that it's the same response we have uh, to intruders. Right. That's, that's the, like our bodies were like, we're frightened. We're like, we, we were, we produce like a fight or flight response to uh, being invaded. So uh-huh. it's, and we're, so that's the first one. So we're, we're f- fearful of something coming into our house that was not invited. Right. Right. The second thing is, is we're disgusted (laughs) (laughs) because there is, it's, you know, like we, uh, as humans go to great lengths to clean, uh, our poop up and (laughs) animals go to great lengths to shit all over your stuff. (laughs) Yeah. They really do. They love it. They love to do it. They love to shit and piss all over everything. Like my, you know, (laughs) while I, when I watch my dog wipe her ass across the (laughs) And I have to scream at her, like, you know what I mean? But that's the thing is that it's, it is disgusting. So, and it's also associated with uh, uncleanliness on your part because they're what often, if you're unclean or you leave food out or something, it does attract uh, unwanted pests. Right. So right. There's a bit of an emotional uh, thing there where you're embarrassed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And even if, I mean, they get in anyways sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. But if you have to tell people like, I've got mice, then you think everyone's going to assume like you live in like a hoarder's residence and. Yeah. That's another big one. That's really easy to get and really hard to get rid of. Is mice? I don't think. No, bed bugs. Oh, bed bugs. Yeah. Okay. I, this is gonna go into a bit of the the thing that I okay oh, okay awesome. okay we'll stop talking about that um, uh, no 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 keep talking about bed bugs I'm just saying the oh, little okay. preview little foreshadowing a little foreshadowing oh, all right, all right. <laughs> which is not much <laughs> well so it's 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 disgusting we're disgusted by it so Lena right. mentioned to uh, the the sensation of feeling like they're crawling on you mm-hmm. Yeah. So that is, that's like a, that's another fight or flight response from our body because it's the, some, your brain starts to mimic what could happen. Oh, you're just like, you're like, Oh God, get it off me. Get it off me. Get it off me. So you're like, yeah, you literally feel like they're all over you. You feel like they're all over you. It's such a weird thing. It's, it's interesting. And just the sight of it too. Yeah. You could see a mice mice, or mice or a mouse and (laughs) It could run away, and you still think it's got, somehow gotten into your socks. Yes. Like, you just think it's just all over you, and it's like, it's not, it's not the thing. So it's called delusional parasitosis. Whoa. Interesting. So anytime you encounter a disgusting insect, it's possible that you experience a sensation that it is crawling all over your skin. However, in extreme cases, this feeling can become so severe that uh, so uh, so severe that it affects your uh, emotional and psycho- psychological health. Uh, so people with phobias. So this gets into bug phobias uh. and rodent phobias. So there is so many different, like uh, very common phobias that are linked to pests. Right. 
Uh, some include uh, arachnophobia, meaning you have an intense uh, fear of spiders. Right. Uh, That's the most famous one, probably. That is, They've got all those yeah. movies. <laughs> the, uh, oh boy, some of these are pretty hard to pronounce. Cat, or sorry, cat seridiophobia means you have the phobia of uh, cockroaches. Oh, intense. <laughs> yeah, it's the longest nonsensical word. <laughs> uh, entomophobia people who struggle with entomophobia have an extreme and irrational fear of all insects. So that's a, a kind of gross oh. it. Right. That would be hard because, I mean, you see insects like every day. Yeah. Uh, I guess if you just stay inside your bubble. Yeah, you're like, well, that's, I mean, you're like, get away from me. Moosophobia? Uh, <laughs> uh, you would think? If you're a moose. Yeah. <laughs> I am afraid of mooses. Nope, it's mice and rats. Oh. oh. Right. Weird. Yeah. Um, app Apipophobia, A-P-I-P-hobia. Uh, <laughs> this term describes <laughs> people who have an intense fear of bees. Okay. Oh. Okay, here's, uh, and here's one of the last ones they say. Uh, this is, oh boy, try to say this word. Myrmecophobia. Uh, <laughs> uh, any guesses? Myrmecophobia. Snakes? Nope. Ooh. We just haven't covered snakes. Mirror. Smaller. Mirror. Yeah. Smaller, smaller. Ants? Yes. Really? Are you serious? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it's yeah. when you said small. Yeah, you're like <laughs> the smallest, like the smallest thing. little thing. Which uh, ants is another one here up in uh, you get in the oh, summer. Oh God! Sometimes you just oh yeah, yeah. I've had that in I've had that in Vancouver and in the UK. So there are ants get everywhere. Oh, they're so crazy! If you ever you follow that fucking it, line too, yeah. Those oh, red ants will bite you. The ass red ants, exactly. Oh. Yeah. Remember, as a, I remember the sensation as a kid getting bit by a, like a fire ant, red ant, whatever. Yeah. Oh god, it hurt so bad. Yeah, it hurts. It, I could not believe how bad it hurt. Hurts like a devil. So, uh, okay, sorry. Going back to this this psychological thing where you feel it on your body. That's yeah. that's something that's supposed to be positive for us to then, because then we're prepared. Is I that mean, what it's kind of saying? I mean, in the grand scheme of things, but it leads to things like, like, you know, a post-traumatic stress disorder can be uh, like originally linked back to a flight or flight, fight or flight, which is, uh, you know, and then it's just enacting at the wrong time. Right. So right. like, okay. So having, it's not like a good thing for us to it's be. It's not like the greatest thing. I mean, I mean, it, it is just probably an old thing in our bodies to keep us safe. Like it's in a, you know, an instinctual quality that's in our brains, you know, from when we were. Right. To like, remind you, like, stop sleeping on the ground with the ant. Yeah, like, don't, when you're living in, when we're living in caves, like, hey, if something's crawling on you, it could bite you and you will die. Right. right. Um, but, yeah, it's, it is a weird thing because I, I always, like, if I think of bugs, I feel like they're all over me. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, like, snakes, snakes is a big one for me. If there's, a, if I, like, I listen to podcasts at night, if there, anybody just mentions snakes, uh i immediately think they're in bed with me which makes no sense but that's how my brain works no i honestly i saw a spider one time and i just must have been a little anxious or a little like out of my out of sorts but it was in my room and i saw it and it looked like it crawled out of my bed and it might have you know it's just a spider it probably crawled in the bed yeah. and crawled out of it and i <laughs> lost my mind i was right. like there is there has got to be a den of spiders living in my bed 
So I, I stripped my whole bed, moved my mattresses out of my room and vacuumed my room at 3 a.m. Oh, like I was like, I'm not yeah. sleeping in there <laughs> until yeah. I know that there's no spiders living underneath me. <laughs> yeah, I, like, that. Just, I would do that. I was like, no, thank you. Um, some, you know, there are some, there are some like infestations like maggots and things like that. And that's oh. legit just because you're fucking dirty. Right. Like oh, if you've got, I've never had if, that. That's if you crazy. open a fridge and there's maggot maggots, or if you open oh, a God. garbage can and there's maggots, oh. that you you dirty. You gotta wash. Yes. You gotta clean your yeah. shit up. Yeah, you're on, dying. You're on hoarders. You're on hoarders. Yeah. You're on hoarders. Yeah. <laughs> They're coming to clean your house. Yeah, <laughs> that's disgusting. Um. Yeah. So there's like, I mean, the. Oh my god, if we wanted to do a real deep dive into why this all happens in the psychology of it all, it could be 74 episodes, but there was sort of a brief uh, uh, brief generalized uh, look over um, why we know likey. No one likes it. Not one person. No. I oh, do, um, speaking of spiders, you know the myth that we eat uh, eat spiders or whatever in our sleep every year? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We've learned, we, yeah, we've heard that since we were kids. Is that true? Yeah, totally untrue. Totally untrue. Really? Thank God. Yeah. You're like, no, um, 12 spiders. <laughs> <laughs> You're yeah, like, exactly. You don't see 400 spiders. They said eight, but it's actually 400. <laughs> Seriously, uh, that's Apparently mean. it's, I mean, like, to be fair, why would a spider go in your mouth? That's not a very good place for it to hang out. <laughs> Like, it doesn't need a, like, it's not a good space for a spider to live. That's true. I yeah. think they like dry areas. Yeah. I think they're always so. in a corner of a house. Yeah. You guys ever heard of the Itsy Bitsy spider crawled up the water spout? He's the whole rhyme's about just trying to get out of the goddamn water. Exactly. And mm-hmm. also, they don't like us. Like, they don't want to hang out with us. Yeah, and like you, no, can, if you're just... sleeping, they probably can hear you sleeping, so they're not gonna be like, "Oh, cool, I'll just like go hang out in that guy's mouth." I think they're like, I... "Oh, that thing's moving. I'm not fucking going anywhere near it." I think that I snore so viciously <laughs> that <laughs> despite the spiders being deterred by the noise, I think just the mm-hmm. wind force alone of me sucking air through my nose just. I might have inhaled 47 spiders. <laughs> They're like, no. They're just drawn into the black hole. They're like, run, run, run. And I'm like, <laughs> just trying to. <laughs> My poor, oh. These poor spiders. No what? They're terrified of me, I would imagine. They oh, totally. Terrified of all of us. They call me I El Gusto. So. Especially, especially El Gusto. <laughs> I'm a oh. legend in the spider community. <laughs> The ultimate boss <laughs> for the spiders. Can you hit us up with a little? Uh, you, do you have anything you want to talk to us about, girl? Any history? I got a little history, uh, but before that, we're gonna stop for a little ad break. Ooh. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna talk about the history. I have a little history story for you: the Great Hanoi Rat Massacre, also known as the Rat Debacle. Which I love debacle. That's my favorite word. <laughs> uh, this is from 1897. So Hanoi is in Vietnam. And this was started in 1897 by Frenchman Paul Domier, 
uh, he was appointed the governor general of French Indochina, which is now Vietnam. So I didn't know actually that France basically occupied Vietnam for like a very long time. Uh, <coughs> excuse me, sorry. I just had COVID. <laughs> just having a COVID. I just having COVID. Healing spiders. France actually. Speaking of infestations, oh, I didn't make this connection, but they invaded. Vietnam in Taurine in 1858. Uh, a peace treaty was signed in 1862 that made Vietnam property of the French. So, Mr. Paul Domier, he moves there. He sets about building modern infrastructure that would befit a property of France. So, by the like 1900s, many of the colonists lived there. Uh, they lived in these beautiful tree-lined villas with toilets. Ooh. Ooh, toilets. Ooh, See? toilets. See, people trying to get their butts clean. Yeah. Uh, they laid more than nine miles of sewage pipe beneath the city of Hanoi. Uh, and guess what? This is a super dark, cool place for rats. Yeah. Breed in peace. They were protected oh. from pre- predators. It was great. Dude, rats are so big, too. I know. And so, yeah, so these nice colonialists move into Vietnam and they're like, great, I want a toilet. Get a toilet. Then they would find rats popping out of the drains because the rats now had access to this nice colonial food, too. So this is working out beautifully for these rats. But then the bubonic plague started happening, which is later than I thought it would be, like in the 1900s. I always, when I hear someone say bubonic plague, I always hear poobonic plague. <laughs> <laughs> <Very plain>. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I don't know. Would be what I, I guess diarrhea. Yeah, it'd just be like a yeah. plague <laughs> of the rhea. And I wonder if that goes back to like our our psychological stuff is that sometimes, you know, like that they carry disease like pets yeah. do. So um, now, obviously, I don't know if you guys know this, another myth. Uh, it wasn't the rats carried the plague. It was the fleas that lived on the rats. The poor oh. rats have been getting a, a shit, shit uh, framing job for yeah, they're getting they're, they're getting scapegoated, but they're getting yeah. scape ratted. But you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, that's even scarier to me. Like the thought of the the diseased thing being smaller stresses me more. Right. Because yeah. it's like, oh, it's actually not this thing you can even really see. You're like, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, anyways, the French they hire a couple of the locals to start hunting rats in the last week of april 1902 7985 rats were killed by may the death toll was around 4000 a day a day on may 30th it got up to just that day alone 15,000 rats and in june there were daily counts topping ten thousand dollars tenth sorry ten thousand Rats. Dead a day? Rats. They were killing 10,000 rats a day? Yeah. Oh, so in order yeah. to hunt the rats, you would have to descend into the dark and cramped sewer system, wade Dead. through human waste, 
spiders, snakes, and other creatures find the rats. So, sounds like a super fun job. Uh, But this was not making any dent in the rat population, so they actually started opening up the hunting to all civilians. So, for one rat, you could earn one cent. And you only had to submit the rat tail, because the French government really didn't want just like bodies of dead rats in there. Yeah, what if they did the rats? <laughs> Why not? So, and then of course, this is very uh, colonial. Uh, the French saw this as a great sign of their Western influence of entrepreneurship, Ooh. because so many tails were coming in, and people were, you know, making a cent per tail. This is great. Look at this. We made a little business. Uh, turns out, now this has happened throughout history you ask people to go hunt something for money yeah that's what happens uh they turned out that the uh the local vietnamese were being very entrepreneurial as they realized that if they took the tails off live rats which they were suddenly seeing all these like healthy alive rats running around town but with no tails (laughs) oh my god so like as long as (laughs) (laughs) um if they took the tails off the live rats they could continue to breed and produce more of these valued tails so now you've created a new com uh uh commodity i love that people are so shitty that we just immediately create an underground black market (laughs) yeah exactly what happened Uh, why would anyone want that but it was created and now everyone wants it yeah it's a business right and so they were bringing in rats from foreign areas. There were pop-up farming operations to breeding rats. So eventually the French caught on to this and they scrapped the whole thing. <laughs> so it like, didn't work. They're like, oh, no good deed undone. Yeah, exactly. They're like, damn it, colonial and like uh, invading a country didn't work. Yeah. Why? <laughs> uh, the rats and their flea friends... Yes. were in fact bringing the plague to Hanoi. So it was good that they tried to uh, get rid of them, but that just didn't do it in the right way. Uh, 263 people died. Unfortunately, this was mostly the Vietnamese, not the French colonialists. And uh, Dumer, who created all this, he went back to France to be celebrated as the most effective governor general. And then he would later go on to be president of France. So apparently this whole thing is an an example of the Cobra effect, which I've never heard of, which is the economic theory about how incentives, so A, paying for rat tails, can lead to perverse, unintended consequences. And this is, this happens all the time. Anytime like the government's like, oh, we want to get rid of mosquitoes, so we'll bring in more spiders or... There's like tons of stuff throughout history that they're like, oh, we'll bring in alligators to hunt the da 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 da. Oh, they always story. do this. Yeah. They're always just like, we're bringing in deers to hunt the, the smaller thing. And then we need to bring yeah. in wolves to hunt the deer. <laughs> and, then we need yes. to hunt the wolves. and now we need to get rid of the wolves somehow. So, so kill them all. Pest control has just been an issue throughout the the whole of our existence. Mm-hmm. And we've not figured out how to do it. Uh, weird fact that comes from all this, though, is I did not know that the reason that we had the Vietnam War, which was in the 60s, uh, was... I feel like we because, should have. Yeah. 
the uh, the French was still occupying Vietnam until then. And so it was actually out of an independence movement that the whole thing started. So, yeah, you always think of Vietnam being an American thing. But, yeah, it was Ho Chi Minh, who's the leader of the Democratic Republic of Vietnam, which was communist. That's why Americans got involved. Right. And yep. the uh, People's Army of Vietnam during the Vietnam War. Vietnam was split into the North and the South. Eventually, the war was won by the North. And uh, the whole thing was united, un- unified in 1976. And that's when you basically get France totally out of the country. Wow. Pretty recent. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Like, you know, you, you think back on these things and everything sounds like it happened a bazillion years ago. Mm-hmm. You're always like, yeah, in, it was actually 1920. You know, like, it's always like anything that starts with 19, I'm like, pretty recent. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Well, the fact that we had bubonic plague going around in the 1900s, like early, like 1902, that scares the shit out of me. <laughs> right. We Which already is- have enough pandemics. We're good. Don't bring any more back. Yeah, there can't be any more pandemics in our lifetime. Please, please no. Oh, I know. Isn't it so funny, though, how we just, uh, this generate like nothing that bad has happened in the last, like, yeah. you know, 30, 40 years. So we're just like, yeah. God, no. Yeah, we, like, don't know how to deal with it. Yeah, we've just <laughs> yeah. been prison on easy, and now, like, there doesn't... Like, I you know. Guys, you guys remember nature? Right. Like, our grandparents <laughs> all, like, lived through a war. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, our parents, and, like, some of them lived through, like... things, and we're like, we can't take COVID. We're just like, why is yeah. there great vodka? Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is an injustice. Uh. This is a, yeah. <laughs> we're so ridiculous. Oh, it's oh really that's great carla great history yeah that's the rat debacle of right holy hanoi vietnam the rat debacle of hanoi well (laughs) this is and um if you're new to the podcast or if you've been listening for uh quite a while uh we have lena is is joining us now this is her second episode and she's kind of bringing a new little flair here so uh, uh what little special section have you cooked up for us this week lena well, Brittany, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> We've never spoken to each other like that in our entire lives. <laughs> and it's so professional. It really <laughs> almost, it almost la- lasted. Yeah. Oh, that's, yeah. <laughs> well, I decided because of um, we're doing pests and infestation, mm-hmm. and we were briefly talking about bed bugs. Um, right. And Brittany, I think, will like this. I uh, I picked the album Bed Bugs by The Odds. Yes, which uh, oh. I think she knows them. I, uh... <laughs> She's partied with them, um, and The Odds are a great Canadian band. Yes, definitely. Yes. So, um, from uh, like the, the noughties is like from or like two thousands or nineties. That... Uh, this album's from the nineties. It was released in nineteen ninety three. Yep, May eleventh. Damn. 93 um so notably like if you're from canada you would have probably heard of the odds and you would definitely heard these songs heterosexual man yep which um in the video the kids in the hall great um canadian improv or sketch sketch crew yep um yep. they were in the video all in drag <laughs> Which they were constantly, they constantly were in drag in almost everything they That's did. Right. As well. yeah. And they, um, so they were the, they were kind of the stars of the video. 
uh, for heterosexual man. The other single was It Falls Apart. Yep. Um, oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Falls apart. In, in little pieces, pieces on the floor. That's why we get together. <laughs> Said you want it all. <laughs> um, such I, a good song. Such a great song. Uh, actually, the drummer for The Odds. It has uh, continued on. I think they still uh, do like uh, work together, The Odds. But well, I remember going to a comedy a festival that you were yeah. on or we had tickets to. And they were the um, the musical kind of. So that's actually yeah, friend of a uh, friend of the pod, friend of mine, Harry Duke, has uh, he sort of connected all those people uh, back in the that's day, right. the kids in the hall yeah. who he was friends with, and he was friends with the odds separately and brought them kind of together, and also uh, the lead singer of the odds wrote the song for Corner Gas. Oh, the right. theme song yeah. for Corner Gas, and that was also because uh, Harry knew Brent. Right. So it was all right. kind of a weird, hilarious connection. Um, oh. Very Forrest Gumpy. Yeah, yeah, that's really, really cool. Yeah, he kind of he, he has sort of a, a reputation of bringing people all together like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, so the the odds are pretty cool. But uh, the drummer from the odds, Pat Stewart, uh, drummed for Brian Adams at Live uh, Live Aid. Oh, um, biggest, biggest yeah, guy. that I mean that's. So you show. can like look up on YouTube, look up the Brian uh, <clears throat> Adams stuff, and he's drumming in the background for those uh, huge concerts. Right. And continues uh, to be influential in the Canadian uh, drumming world and also just music world as well. Right. He's, he's been voted cool. like best drummer in Canada quite a few times. And There's a lot of Canadiana references we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Everything yeah. we're talking about is strictly Canadian. Our apologies, great. Yeah, it's our apologies great. to our American, Australian, and uh, yeah. yeah, European, European maybe listeners. European, <laughs> British. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is a pretty, yeah, pretty Canadian band, but they're uh, they're great. If you have a chance, it's probably nobody that you would have ever heard of. So give them a listen, mm-hmm. especially that album. Yeah. It's, it's kind of iconic and sounds exactly like that era. Oh yeah, of it's music. the nineties. Yeah, little nineties like rock and. So yeah, they um. So that was. I mean, those two songs are very well known in Canada, and right. probably you know beyond Canada too. But um, definitely in, um in Canada, uh, they had a third single called Jackhammer, um, which I'm not as familiar with. And is there a song Bedbugs on the album? I don't think so. Is there? I don't think there is. No. Oh. No, I think. Um. Yeah, I'm actually surprised. Uh. Well, because that was one of their biggest albums. But I, th- I thought... Uh, yeah, I thought... no, there's no, um... There is no song? No. no. Um, <laughs> well, they, they do have a song... Well, the, their song, um... Yes, brackets, means it's hard to say no. Close brackets. Um, charted very well um, in a lot of European countries. Ooh. So not necessarily here. Cool. Right. But, um, Interesting. Pretty popular there. And there are three singles, so Heterosexual Man, It Falls Apart, and Jackhammer... I'll reach number one on RPM's Canadian content chart, which, whatever that. <laughs> it's not like the billboard, but I mean, obviously, it was people liked it. So, well, and yeah. if you're uh, if uh, if you live in this country, you know that we have a CTRC, which is like a uh, content restrictions agency that uh, basically mandates that we play a certain percentage of Canadian content. So, if you would have mm-hmm. been number one on that chart your song would have just been played 
so nonstop. Like yeah, yeah, like oh, yeah. every two minutes. Yeah, it's it's like the yeah. same. Like if you turn on any classic rock station, you're gonna hear Trooper almost every fourth song, and it's just because <laughs> there's only so much content. So if you were number one at yeah. that particular time, you would have seen a lot of radio play. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and um, yeah, that's my uh, all oh, my little contribution and we should put a picture of the album cover on uh on our instagram because um it's just a giant fucking bed bug <laughs> oh i love it <laughs> great it's so cool oh and it's a great album and uh, everyone should check it out and um especially and pair it with your bed bugs if you yeah pair it with why don't you pair it with cleaning? How about that, you filthy yeah. Yeah, <laughs> you damn hoarders? Vacuum your mattress. Oh, great one. Great one, Lean. Yeah. That's why you like that. Uh, I knew Brittany would like that one. I like that a bunch. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's good. Uh, would you like to hear about our drink? Because that's right. I'm going to do it this time. Yes. Flip it around. We're flipping shit around. We don't care. Yeah. Uh, we decided to pair it with Grasshopper, the yes. beer, not the cocktail, because there's actually a cocktail as well. But uh, this is a Canadian, again, we're big on the Canada today, uh, Canadian beer from Big Rock Brewery that is out of Calgary. Excellent. Woohoo. Woo! We've all yeah. grown up on beer Woo! Big Rock, or like at least our parents oh, yeah. were like, all over that shit yeah well, especially yeah. when it's um it came out it was kind of one of the first uh one of the craft beers ones. yeah craft beers that was in yeah. our so it was kind of a cool thing to drink yeah and that yeah. was back in 1994 apparently so that's way before this whole craft beer that totally makes sense i'm gonna say insanity but uh yeah, yeah. it is kind of insanity now because it's I yeah. mean, like craft beer is like it could be could... <laughs> it's like sometimes you just want to a kokanee and you want your stomach to just feel okay and not or your head to not hurt. Yeah, you're like, yeah, hey, you guys, we get it. There's hops in beer sometimes. <laughs> you don't gotta it doesn't put them all have to be one. Yeah. Uh here's a, a quote from the website. It's a light touch of hops. Gives the brewer a crisp finish, balancing its soft sweetness and texture with fruity or citrusy notes. It uh, won silver in the 2020 Canadian Brewing Awards for North American style wheat beer. Wow. Uh, and that's been around, and it's, been around for a long time, this beer. So I know. I know. To win awards. <laughs> or <laughs> beer. Yeah. Uh, it's, it is known as a, and this is the first time I've ever heard this, Crystal Weizen beer. Oh. Crystal Weizen beer. Oh, Weizen? Crystal Weizen beer? It's almost like a half of Weizen, but a Crystal Weizen or something? Ah, yes. So it is what they call it's basically like a filtered half of Weizen. I like when I pull something out of my ass and I'm correct. Yes. It just doesn't happen very Because I'm usually guessing. I'm very uh, <laughs> rarely researched and <laughs> like so when something, when something happens you can play it two ways you can pretend and be like yeah you know i do know my beer's pretty good <laughs> yeah or you or can, you could admit to well, yeah, yeah. Hold it out of my ass so crystal means a light colored beer in german so that's where that first part of it comes from 
Um, most German wheat beers are actually not filtered and are fairly hazy. So if you think about like the traditional Hefeweizen, it's in that like big glass and it's very hazy and it's quite cloudy. Yeah. Um, the Weizen. Oh, sorry. Oh, sorry. I was going to say, but I bet you're going to say this now, so I don't want to step on you, but it's the, the Hefeweizen is awfully, often quite fruity. It has a fruit forward flavor. Yeah. Yeah. I did not know this. Apparently the Weizen yeast produces banana and clove oh. flavors. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So next time you're drinking a Hefeweizen, see if you can taste that banana. It doesn't, uh, as I'm going to explain, it doesn't come out in this, in a, the grasshopper, but yeah, no. we're drinking a Hefeweizen. Uh, search out that banana flavoring. I'd be, I'd be more keen. I'd be more um keen to say it's more of a uh like a lemon forward, citrus forward. Mm. Uh, the and, you, and often is served with a lemon. Yes, that's right. Um, so these uh these wheat beers have it. What is called the yeast is in low flocculation. <laughs> I yeah. like that word and I don't know why. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Flocculation is a measurement. Flocculation is a measurement of how much the yeast clumps together oh. and settles out of the beer. So higher flocculating yeast beers become actually more clear, clean beers because it actually like i guess because if you think about it the yeast is clumping together it's easier to remove uh low flocculation means that you get a hazier beer because it doesn't clump as much together oh there's also the hefeweizen haze i'm definitely mispronouncing hefeweizen i'm so sorry um it also becomes (laughs) it also okay thanks that haze comes from the yeast uh wheat sorry wheat grain proteins oh so to make this crystal bison uh this is then filtered to remove the yeast and the wheat haze which is why it makes this sort of much more lighter colored beer not like a hefeweizen so that's the science it's quite quite involved it's something that you're just like it's funny because you're just like Think of it as like grasshopper so popular here, you wouldn't think it's like this mm-hmm. really specific. Right. No. You can literally get it at any bar. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it? And it's you can get it at the soccer field. It's always the it's like the one you can get. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That oh, and yeah, that's right. Yeah. Pilsner, yeah. That's Bruce Meadows. <laughs> and it's like ninety-four dollars. <laughs> and a it's ninety-four dollars. Yeah. You, yeah. Know, you trying... basically go bankrupt just having your little cheap season Drinking. tickets. Yeah, all your money yeah, they're trying to keep the footy hooligans at a, at a at bay like <laughs> a beer, and you're like, no, you're just gonna have a bunch of broke fans. They're not gonna stop drinking. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's awesome, Carla. Great stuff. Yeah, and I mean, grasshoppers maybe aren't really a infestation. Thing. They can be. Who knows? They can be. They, 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 and they're, I think they're a dominant species as well. So they kind of come in if they if there's like grasshoppers moving and. They kind of eat up everything else and take over. Yeah, like oh. I think if you're like a, a farmer, yeah, they're really irritating. Yeah, I think they can that's like true. eat your crop and stuff. I mean, yeah. yeah, like we're not gonna have a bunch of grasshopper hoppers in our house. In your house, thank God, because you'd Maybe. be up all night long because they're noisy. Little they're devils. noisy. Yeah, but I think they can really fuck up like a farmer's field. Also, how right. poignant is the name grasshopper for that beer? 
it's yeah. a wheat beer yeah and it's yeah. a hoppy beer it's a hoppy yeah, Hefe- it's a hoppy hefeweizen and they call it grass oh i get it uh, i see what you've done it in for it so long good job big rock <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing nice. um well you guys if we just did another episode it's a whole thing we're doing Yay. now um <laughs> the whole thing finishing our work yeah finishing our work uh well if this is your first episode uh of the podcast welcome uh go back uh, we have a pretty large catalog now this is season two uh Woo. the edition of leaving newman and uh i i, I can i don't want to speak for everybody but i'm pretty excited i don't know what you guys Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm very excited. <laughs> this is going to be a, a fun <laughs> uh, We're very grateful that you, uh, if you li- if you've been listening for a long time, thank you so much uh, for continuing to support us. Uh, if if you want to look uh, a little further, do a deep dive on old life pairings. You can head over to our website www.lifepairingspodcast.com, and um, there's all kind of extra information. Uh, you can also click on our Patreon. Uh, Carla, do you want to tell them a little bit about our Patreon? Yeah, for as little as $3, you get <laughs> bonus episodes. Uh, and you can join the Beer League. That's cool, right? We yep. also have the Cocktail Hour at $7 and Wine Club at thirteen fifty. So uh, bonus episodes, mini episodes, some access to some merch. Uh, so yeah, go on there, select a membership level, and uh, that support helps us immensely. Yeah, uh, ton, and ton. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, so we'll goes back into the podcast. So thank you exactly. very much for listening. Uh, we hope you liked it. We, uh, if you have any ideas, uh, hit us up. Send us a message on Instagram. We're at Life Parents Podcast. We'll honestly do anything. We love pairing stuff and making um, <laughs> yeah. reasons to drink while we work. So exactly Uh, hit us up Uh, thanks for listening guys we'll catch you next time bye-bye thanks guys (laughs) bye